بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم continue the explanation of umdatu al-ahkam and we have reached hadith number 58 an Abdullah ibn Umar radiyallahu anhuma an an-nabiy sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qala idha sta'dhanat ahadakum mar'atuhu ila al-masjid fala yamna'ha qala faqala Bilal ibn Abdullah wallahi lanamna'ahun والله لنمنعهن قال فأقبل عليه عبد الله فسبه سبا سيئا ما سمعته سبه مثله قط وقال أخبرك عن رسول الله وتقول والله لنمنعهن وتقول والله لنمنعهن وفي لفظ لا تمنع إماء الله مساجد الله Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu anhuma reported, I heard Allah's Prophet sallallahu say, don't prevent your woman from going to the mosque when they seek your permission. Now Bilal, the son of Abdullah, said, by Allah we shall certainly prevent them. On this, Abdullah bin Umar turned towards him and reprimanded him so harshly as I had never heard him do before. He, Abdullah bin Umar, said, I am narrating to you that which comes from the Messenger, sallallahu and you have the audacity to say, by Allah, we shall certainly prevent them. And in one narration, don't prevent the slave, slave woman of Allah, don't prevent them, the houses of Allah. Now, the narrator of this hadith, as you can tell, is Abdullah bin Umar radiyallahu anhuma and his biography preceded in hadith number 13. The subject matter is the ruling concerning the man preventing his wife from attending the congregational prayer at the masjid. The overall explanation. We came to know in the previous hadith that Salatul Jama'ah is legislated in principle for men because they are the people of strength and those who are can have ability to defend uh, themselves when they go out but it is okay for women to attend the congregational prayer if she is safe from the fitna causing fitna to others and also safe from herself being the subject of fitna, meaning influenced by the fitna herself. And in this hadith, Abdullah, the son of Umar ibn al-Khattab, May Allah be pleased with both of them. That the Prophet ﷺ forbade 
the men to prevent the, their women if they ask permission to go to the masjid because they are the slave women of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they want to worship Allah in his houses of worship the masajid and when Ibn Umar narrated this narration his son Bilal having seen the change that took place amongst the people after the death of the Prophet ﷺ, he said by Allah we shall prevent them certainly prevent them he said it out of uh, motivation to safeguard the, woman, the, the people and women from the fitna so his father came forward and reprimanded him harshly insulted him harshly never like it before why? because he opposed the saying of the messenger وسلم, by his statement which he said whereby no one should oppose the saying of the Prophet and the like thereof irrespective of the good intention of the person because such kind of hardness is in direct opposition to the station which the Prophet ﷺ, station of magnification he deserves the, this is the overall explanation of the hadith the benefits from this hadith are first the permissibility for women to attend the salah in the masjid with congregation however her home is better for her as narrated with a good chain of narration in Sunan Abi Dawood however she must ask permission and also she must be on a condition whereby she does not cause fitna to others nor herself be the subject of fitna and from that is that if she attends the masjid as the Prophet ﷺ, then she should not put any perfume and he also warned any woman who may have put perfume or incense on her then she should not attend and witness the Aisha prayer with us as reported in Sahih Muslim in this hadith also we learn the benefit that the man is forbidden to prevent his wife if she asks him to go to the masjid for salah and the like also deduced from this hadith is the permissibility for him to prevent her to going out to other than the masajid unless there is a maslaha, a benefit fourth benefit is the affirmation of the guardianship of man upon the woman and his care for her and that from this we know that women should not be deceived by these so-called liberal and liberation movements and 
which also are affecting many Muslim men and women alike under the banner of so-called equality of sexes and that on the other hand if she is to go she must, must, must not display any kind of beauty and she must have the legal dress on her and also from the benefits we learn is that the harshness of denunciation upon anyone who opposes the sunnah by his mere opinion and the good care of Abdullah bin Umar عنه, for this deen and his intense magnification of the saying of the Prophet والسلام, is evident in this hadith we said that earlier that her home is better for her excluded from this is the going to Salat al-Eid because the Salat al-Eid is a sunnah for is a sunnah for the woman to attend and the Prophet ﷺ even ordered those who may have menses to go to the Musalla to the, go to the Musalla al-Eid however he uh, ordered them to stay away from the praying place in this in this uh, musalla because this is a this is like a masjid and also from that is under such situations she must not go with perfumes and she should go with dignity and with hijab and without raising her voice on the street laughing to her companion woman and without walking like men however walking her bashful way characteristic of a woman with dignity and shyness and it is the right of the guardian or the woman guardian to prevent her if she wants to go to the masjid even with perfume on he has the right to prevent her it's a must upon him to prevent her because the Prophet ﷺ forbade them to attend Salat al-Isha while having perfume on or displaying beauty like putting high heels and uh, shoes making sounds and so forth and he has the right rather the obligation is upon him to prevent her this is the explanation of this hadith of from Umdat al-Ahkam I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the most high to make it a benefit for myself and for all of you and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also make it a benefit particularly to our women, our sisters so that inshallah they know that in this from the sharia what is prescribed from the Sharia is for the best, the best for them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala intends all that which is good for them, for their protection, for their dignity, for their honor, for their shyness. And if a, if a woman is deprived of these things, then yani, al-ayadu billah, what, 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 what kind of a person she would be? What kind of a person she would be? <coughs> 
وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم